Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome into this week's edition of the Believe in Tobacco Road podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Stone. Believe podcast, the network for professionals. Uh, you can get them wherever you get podcasts, uh, including Apple and Spotify. Also, uh, check out uh, Believe.com as well to see all the uh, all the great podcasts uh that uh, that we have available. Uh this week's episode of course it's uh it's March Madness time. The brackets are out. There's only one team for me to talk about unfortunately this year with UNCB the only team to uh, to make the tournament. Uh we'll also talk about uh NC State as uh, as well since they are uh, in the uh, in the NIT. Uh and we'll talk about some of the other uh, ACC teams as well and uh, how far I think some of them can uh, can go. But let's uh, let's start with UNC. Let's dive right in. Um, matched up with uh, with Wisconsin, and I love this matchup for UNC. Take UNC minus the two. Lock it in now, uh, because the the biggest thing, the only the biggest problem UNC could have in this game is if they don't take care of the ball. If they come out, do what they're supposed to do, and take care of the ball, they will win this game comfortably. Because that, that's one of the hallmarks of a Wisconsin team is they don't beat themselves all over and, and they don't beat themselves. So that's, that's something UNC can't do in this game. But everything else outside of maybe the three point shooting will favor UNC in this game. Wisconsin gets just 33 and a half rebounds per game. UNC gets 43 rebounds per game. Heavy advantage inside and heavy advantage on the boards, uh, so I like I like UNC a lot in this uh, in this opening matchup. Um, you know, Wisconsin coming out of the Big Ten, they're certainly a battle-tested team. But I, the way UNC played closing out the season, tough loss to uh, the Florida State, obviously, but played pretty well in their two ACC tournament games. Before that, uh, played well against Duke. I just think UNC is playing playing with a lot of positive momentum right now. And I think because of that, they will, uh, they'll, they'll knock off Wisconsin and, uh, and cover that, uh, that two point spread. Uh, now the next question obviously is how far can UNC go? Now <laughs> in that next round, they run into Baylor, unfortunately. Baylor is a bad matchup for UNC. A lot of experienced guards, a lot of just experience in general in big time games like this. So the Baylor matchup is tough. It's hard to see them beating Baylor. But I will say this. If they find a way to beat Baylor, I think they could beat whoever in that Sweet 16 matchup, whether it's Villanova, Purdue. And I don't think it'll be Villanova. I think it's going to be Purdue or Winthrop, probably. Um, I think they could beat either one of those teams and make it to the Elite Eight. Now, could they beat Arkansas or Ohio State? I, I I don't think so. But I do think, like I said, it's possible for UNC if they make it past Baylor to make a run to the Elite Eight. So that's something to, to keep in mind, keep an eye out for. Uh, I do think it's possible that UNC could make a deep run. And it's March Madness. Anything, anything could happen. Uh, it's just hard to, uh, hard to see them beating a team like Baylor that has such, such veteran guard presence. Um, and has such a, you know, that they are playing with a lot of extra moment uh motivation because they didn't get this was a team that would have been a number one seat last year 
didn't get to play in the NCAA tournament, obviously, because of, because we didn't have the NCAA tournament. So I think, uh, Baylor will be playing with, uh, with a lot of extra motivation and that they're, they're going to be a hard team to beat for, uh, for anybody really, uh, in this, uh, in this NCAA tournament. So, uh, I do think UNC wins the opening round game though. Beyond that, it's tough to see them beating Baylor. However, like I said, if they can find a way to beat Baylor, just get a crazy upset. Uh, then, you know, anything, anything could happen. I mean, they can make a run to the, to the Elite Eight potentially if that, uh, if that does end up, end up happening. Uh, now in terms uh, of the rest of the ACC teams, uh, how far I think they could potentially go. We'll, we'll start with Virginia, uh, who, <laughs> who unfortunately drew Gonzaga's region. So that answers your question right there. As a four seed, the farthest Virginia is going to go is the Sweet 16 probably. Um, and they, 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 they've got tough matchups the whole way. Uh, Ohio is not an easy matchup. Like I, I took Ohio plus seven and a half. I think Ohio is going to give Virginia, uh, a lot of trouble. Kind of reminds me a little bit of UMBC a few years ago. They shoot it well. Uh, they've got an NBA guard in, uh, in Preston. Um, you know, I think, I think Virginia is one of those teams that, that's got to be on upset alert. Uh, in that, uh, in that opening round. And then if they do get past Ohio, they draw either Creighton or, uh, or UC Santa Barbara, who are both, uh, really good teams. So Virginia has a very difficult road if they are going to make any kind of, uh, of deep NCAA, uh, tournament run. Uh, Virginia Tech, who drew the, uh, drew the 10 seed, uh, that, that's a difficult road for the Hokies as well. They <laughs> draw Florida, who I do like Virginia Tech against in the first round. Uh, I thought you know, it's a one point spread. So whoever you think wins that game is who you bet. Uh, I do like Virginia Tech in that matchup. I think, I think Virginia Tech's underseeded because they haven't played in a while, but they haven't played much in a while, but we saw their game against Carolina in the ACC tournament for a team that hadn't played in weeks. They played pretty well against the hot UNC team. So I, I like what I saw from Virginia Tech in that matchup enough to think that they beat Florida. However, <laughs> they run into uh, a, a very good two seed in Ohio State in the next round, and I just can't see them uh, them beating Ohio State, unfortunately. So I think uh, it's one and done at at most for uh, for Virginia Tech. Um, now in the uh, in the East region, you've got Florida State, and Florida State has a great chance in this region to make a deep run. Florida State can go all the way to the Final Four. Uh, they drew the right one seed. In a banged up Michigan team that won't have, that doesn't, probably won't have Isaiah Livers. Now, if Isaiah Livers comes back for, and Michigan's in the Sweet 16 against Florida State, that could make things a little more dif- different. But, uh, I think Florida State, um, I, I, I like the, I like UNC Greensboro a lot as a 13 seed. If they were matched up against, you know, Virginia or, or a, another four seed, then I could see UNC Greensboro pulling off the upset. Problem is they drew Florida State, whose who's athleticism and uh, and defense I think will will kind of overwhelm UNC Greensboro. Uh, so I like Florida State in that first round matchup. I like them against whoever wins Colorado and Georgetown. So I think Florida State gets the Sweet 16 bare minimum. And then whoever they draw, Michigan, LSU, St. Bonaventure, because I do think it's possible Michigan could lose in that second round without livers, because LSU would say Montaventure, two teams that are playing well. Uh, two teams that, you know, LSU just lost the SEC championship game by one point, saying Montaventure just won 
the A-10 championship game. So tough draw for Michigan in that spot. Um, and I think, so I think, uh, I think Florida State will make it past that matchup the way things look. And then I think they will draw either, you know, either Texas or Alabama. Uh, and they can win that game. That's, you know, kind of a coin toss matchup at, uh, at that point. So, uh, I think Florida State can, can certainly make it. They, they have the best chance of making it, making a deep tournament run and also making it to the final four of, uh, of any of the, uh, of the ACC teams. And, and then in the Midwest region, you've got, <laughs> you've got three ACC teams in the, uh, in the Midwest region. You've got Georgia Tech. Tough matchup with uh, with Loyola Chicago, and then if they beat Loyola Chicago, they draw Illinois, which is a brutal matchup. Um, and a, a team that I think Illinois, if there's a team in this tournament that can beat Gonzaga, I think it's Illinois. So I don't think Georgia Tech's beating them. Uh, so second round and out for uh, for Georgia Tech. Uh, Syracuse has an interesting draw, and. It just depends on what happens. Like, it, I, I don't, I don't necessarily like them to beat San Diego State. San Diego State's a good team, but if Syracuse found a way to get past San Diego State, and then they get matched up against West Virginia, and West Virginia in the tournament under Bob Huggins is a wild card. Um, no offense to Bob Huggins, I think he's a great coach, but they've been kind of, you know, they'll make a deep run or they get bounced early. So. If West Virginia comes out and struggles against that zone, Syracuse, that's the thing, that, that zone, if a team doesn't shoot it well against that zone, we, we've seen it in the past with Syracuse, they don't necessarily have to be a great team. If they have a good defensive game and a team struggles against the zone, Syracuse could pull the upset. Uh, that's the thing about the NCAA tournament, it's a one-game playoff. And same thing for Moorhead State. So, if Syracuse is the ultimate like wild card in this whole tournament, uh, the one team in the in their side of the bracket, I think Sweet 16 is the furthest Syracuse could go. Uh, I don't think they're beating Houston. Uh, same thing for Clemson. Clemson could beat Rutgers. That's a tough matchup also, but they're not beating Houston. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and, and I like Houston a lot, but I will tell you this. One of the dogs that I bet in the first round, and it's not to win, it's just to cover. Houston is, is a 20-point favorite against Cleveland State. Uh, I think Cleveland State is greatly underseeded, and I think they will be more competitive than that with Houston. So I did bet Cleveland State plus uh, plus twenty in this uh, in this NCAA tournament. Um, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna walk you through every pick of this thing because that would take all day. I will tell you some of the upsets that I potentially like. I already said Ohio. I already said UC Santa Barbara. And these are potentially. I'm not necessarily picking all these. I could just see them happening. Um, Winthrop, I think, is a good good bet to uh, to beat Villanova. Um, you know, if VCU or Oregon, if you consider that a big upset, I, I wouldn't necessarily. Um, Georgetown, Colorado is going to be a trendy one. I like Oregon State a lot. I bet Oregon State already, plus seven and a half. In, uh, in that matchup. So I like Oregon State a lot there. Uh, if it ends up Michigan State, UCLA, whoever wins that play-in game, I think stands a good chance to, to beat BYU, uh, and make it into that next round. And, and usually we have one team every year that wins a play-in game and make, and wins that next game as well. So Michigan State, UCLA, whoever wins that one, that would be my guess as to who would make that, uh, 
that run. Um, if you're looking for a team higher than a 13 seed or higher than a 12 seed, I, Moorhead State is an interesting matchup against West Virginia, and nobody's talking about them. And that, that's a hot team that won a pretty good conference. So if you're looking for a higher seed, that's the one I would go with, even though I'm not I'm not necessarily picking that, but Moorhead State could be an interesting team. And then as far as my Final Four, it's it's pretty chalky. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I've got Gonzaga coming out of the West, Baylor coming out of the South, uh, Texas coming out of the East, and then Illinois coming out of the Midwest. I've got Illinois beating Baylor, and then Gonzaga beating Texas, and then uh, Gonzaga beating Illinois in the national championship. I just think uh, Gonzaga has has too much depth this year. Um, even though I think mean, Illinois can give them some trouble and they'll have some interesting matchups along the way. I just think it's uh it's Mark Few and Gonzaga's time. So that's who I think wins the uh wins the NCAA championship and who my uh who my final four is. Uh switching gears over to the NIT, because like I said we are going to talk a little about uh, about NC State. Uh NC State draws Davidson in this uh, in this matchup, um, and the big thing with the NIT is it's hard to it's hard to predict because you don't know how interested the teams are. Like, and also th- there's no like even like Davidson's two, NC State's a three. There's like a half game difference in their records. Even the ones in the fours, there's not a huge difference in these teams. Like Colorado State, Buffalo, Memphis, Dayton. Ole Miss, Louisiana Tech, that one might be a slight mis- mismatch. Um, and then you know, St. Louis, Mississippi State, th- there's not any huge mismatch mismatches in this thing. So it's the kind of game that could go either way. Um, and it's a, it's a one-and-a-half point spread. So obviously Vegas uh, expects Davidson NC State to be a really close game. Davidson is the, the slight favorite. Um, it, it's a good opportunity for NC State, though, if they can find a way to win these games. Uh, to create some momentum going into next season. Um, like when I was at, uh, at VCU in, in 2010, they won the CBI. Uh, that same group outside of Larry Sanders, who, who got drafted in the NBA draft, uh, that, it, that same group came back. And then the next year they went to the final four. So it, it's a good opportunity to, to build some momentum going into the, uh, into the next season for, uh, for NC State. Uh, but, you know, who does that game, who, ultimately it comes down in, in a game like this, it comes down to who that game means more to. Davidson or NC State. And it's, you know, entirely possible that Davidson's going to have the approach of chip on our shoulder. Um, you know, we're the guys that NC State didn't want type of thing. Um, so I think, I think that's going to be a really good game. It's hard for me to, hard for me to pick it. I'll go with NC State, just tobacco road bias, but, no confidence in that, uh, in that pick whatsoever. And if, you know, they win that game, you know, they could beat Colorado or Buffalo, Colorado State or Buffalo and make it to the, uh, to the semifinals. I don't think there's, there's any question about that. That's the thing. Like, if they win this game against Davidson, they can make a run. They could, they could go, they're, they're good enough that they could go all the way potentially to the, uh, to the finals. So we'll see what, uh, what kind of motivation NC State has in this, uh, in this matchup. In this NIT, it'll be uh, be interesting to see and see if uh, they can make a can make a deep run. Because, uh, like I said, I think it could be good for a young NC State team that br- will bring back or should bring back uh, a lot next season. So, certainly, 
something to uh, to watch for. But uh, that'll do it for this week's edition of the Believe in Tobacco Road podcast. Uh, I hope everybody enjoys the NCAA tournament, especially after we didn't get it last year. Uh, it's a good time to uh, to be thankful that we're getting some things that are uh, are back to normal. There is uh, there's no question about that. Uh, uh, of course, you can always follow me on Twitter. At Ryan Stone Sports again. Check out uh, Believe.com and check out all the great podcasts uh, that Believe has to offer. Again, you can get them anywhere you get podcasts, including Apple and Spotify. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.